Hello and welcome back to another episode from Crop and Guardsman. Now, today <laughs> I'm recording this just after finishing watching the Octarius Warzone stream from Games Workshop. And wow, there is so much for us to talk about today. Absolutely tons and tons. Um, a really exciting time. And God, I wanted to just get straight into it because there is so much to talk about and it's looking absolutely amazing. Now, um, if, like me, you are fairly on the board and saw the new cinematic trailer in the last few days showing that there is going to be a kill team box between the Death Corps of Krieg and Orc Commandos, um, today we have seen what's going to be in that box and, wow, nothing is disappointing. That trailer is absolutely amazing. It's it's really showing how good the animations are and are going to be on Warhammer Plus. So if you haven't checked that out, go and watch that animation right now. <laughs> you know, just go and watch it because it's so good. And also about that box, um, let's get into it. I'm going to obviously tell you what's in there, but also see what we think of it, try and break things down a little bit. Um, and like I said, it's going to be Krieg versus some Orcs. Now, I want to start with the uh, the Krieg side of things, because once we get onto Orcs, there's a whole lot more to come. <laughs> it's it's quite a day. So I'm um, going to start with the Krieg side of this box. And it's it's a big box. This is a new edition of Kill Team. Kill Team itself, the whole rules and everything has been reworked. So it's going to be a big new box. This this probably means it's probably going to be roughly ninety pounds, ninety five pounds. That's where the other boxes were. Um, it's going to include both sides and all the terrain, um, as well as all the tokens, all the rules, so the core rules. Um, pretty much, you know, everything you're going to need to play Kill Team. And I'll get on to more about the, the Kill Team changes and want to think that in a second. But like I said, we're going to start with the Death Corps of Creek, and we've got so we've got uh, ten Creek models here in this box. And let's just start with the fact that it's plastic Krieg. Now, wow, this is this is a fairly big deal in my opinion because the Krieg range has obviously always been Forge World, and slowly little bits and bobs have been sort of going down, have been removed, and it didn't look good for Krieg. Their rules uh, often haven't really been updated properly, and arguably <laughs> the Imperial Guards haven't. But now we've got these guys in plastic from GW. Um, it, it was announced that they will be coming separately. So if you don't want to spend £90 to get all this Kill Team stuff and all this Orc stuff you don't want, just wait a bit, and then there'll be a, a plastic box of Kriegsman that you can grab. Um, and this is looking like it's pretty much just an infantry squad, but there's all these extra little bits and bobs in there um, so that it'll work really well for Kill Team. And there's while I'm going to talk about some of the models in more detail, there are... It's there's we've seen the sprues on the stream. If you want to go and check that out, then do it. There's there's so many spare bits. You've got all the options in the universe. There's you know there's all the special weapons like melter gun, flamer, plasma gun, grenade launcher, and as well as like a load of spare shovels and a load of just different everything. You know you've got all the options of the sergeant as well. Like it's 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 amazing box looking at this. Um, not sure how much it's going to be. I would guess roughly, you know, once it comes out separately, I'd probably guess about £30, which is a lot for 10 Guardsmen, but this is the kind of guard kit where it should be. Uh, you've got everything in there, and it's amazing, and it's Kriegsman. And if we compare this to Forge World, uh, you're currently spending, what, 
45, 50 pounds. Maybe I should go and double check that. But uh, it's definitely more. It's a lot for the, the current Forge World Creek Guardsman. And who knows? If this does well, we might see some other Creek bits creeping into GW plastic, which is definitely a good thing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and we might even see better and more streamlined sort of rules coming out for, for the Creek line and for Creek in the future. So amazing. I have previously spoken quite a bit about how the guard regiments need to branch out a bit more, how we need better, not just rules, because they've given us some rules for different regiments, but we need the models. Like you don't want to have to go and search for Vostroyans or Praetorians or Talen from the 90s that are old metal models that don't really exist anymore. Uh, or even if they put something fine cast, it's, it's a nightmare. So this is absolutely perfect. Obviously, it's just these 10 guys for kill team. It's not a 40k army. But uh, your 40k army does exist for Greek. Um, and this is sort of, it's, it's a move in the right direction. If we could start seeing more of this stuff for guard, amazing. We'll have lots of people playing fun guard armies. Now, to get onto the, the models specifically, um, I'm going to stick up images of of the specific models I'm talking about, and then just discuss the sculpts and poses a little bit and how they're going to work possibly in Kill Team. We've obviously got our sergeant here, who's got the the saber by the list of things, power saber, um, and plasma pistol option. Now, <laughs> he was awesome in the trailer as he takes down the orc knob and then fulfills the objective while burning to death at the end. Um, we know he's going to have the option for bolt pistol, for chainsword, for... I'm not entirely sure which ones, but there's definitely going to be a lot of options for him in there. Um, and next thing, we've got the Demolitions guy. Now, this is great. In Kill Team, I'm sure both of these guys are going to be really important players in your Kill Team. Um, obviously, we don't have the rules for Kill Team out yet, and Kill Team's being completely reworked. But uh, I'm sure the Demolition Specialist will bring some cool and interesting new rules to the table when you use them in a Kill Team environment. And quite possibly you'll have an ability in 40k as well. So, you know, maybe he'll be a special grenadier that you can use to plant a melter charge on a tank or something. So, really good. The sculpt of this guy kneeling down, pushing in the plunger, looks great. Um, more like a mining charger almost, though it's wired, but, you know, it adds that dramatic tension and a big detonator to it, so that's good. It's fun. Now, moving on, we've got a Kriegsman who looks like he's going into a bayonet charge, which <laughs> is fairly awesome. Um, that's that's a very Krieg thing to do. Charge in, bayonet ready, blam. Um, he's cool. I really like the idea of that. You could have possibly mix and match, mix and match the guys, so you have a squad of Kriegsmen all charging with bayonets and things. That'd be really cool. Um, and here we have the medic, who it wouldn't necessarily be in every squad if it's a standard infantry squad. I don't know. Um, but uh, for kill team, it's going to be amazing. He can maybe. I don't know if they've still got the same sort of wound system that used to be an old kill team. I'd assume not, but there must be something like it. Um, and he's going to, in here, like in the image here, he's sort of drawing up a, a syringe full of something from a vial by the looks of things. Um, very cool model. He's got his rifle on his back. He's kneeling down. And with it comes the his, his med kit. <laughs> it's a big, big satchel, big bag full of syringes and vials and some scissors. and. Um, it's got the big Apothecarian symbol on the front uh, with the Piru Akita sort of wings on it as well. Like, really good, really lovely sculpt, lovely model. You can immediately tell he's a medic. He's got the Apothecary sort of symbol on his helmet as well. Makes for an amazing model. I'm sure he'll be great. Now, the uh, the next models we've got for the Creek are there's 
a veteran here, and I think he's a lot of people's favourites. He's got the medals on his chest to show that he's uh, been through some, <laughs> been through some tough times, and his bionic arm looks amazing. Now it's very blocky and robotic, and I think the hand is pretty normal. Almost people are expecting this, but what I think loads of people love is the fact you can see the the arm continuing up his sleeve and the robotic sort of joint in his elbow that looks amazing. And overall, that actually, combined with the fact that he's, he's mid-mag change, you can see that the, the magazine slot in his weapon is empty and open, and then he's holding the mags of the hand. Like it's, it looks phenomenal, and he's got to be quite possibly the best model in this whole, whole Death Corps squad we've got. Um, now, moving on, there's, there's also the, uh, the Vox guy, the communication guy, um, who's got a big Vox pack on, but those things, and he's reading something off a script, maybe. He's got his pistol. Um, looks very, very good. He was really cool in the trailer. Um, and these, these guys are super important in Kill Team, from what I remember. Um, I remember having a similar thing going on when I was running Skatari, and I'd use them to put loads of buffs on and communicate better, and really useful, really cool. Um, and obviously in 40k, uh, running a load of Vox guys allows you to order over longer range. Um, so I'm not, I'm not entirely certain if it's identical for Krieg, uh, might have even changed, but useful. And we obviously we want a Vox guy in there. Now our next models, we've got a guy that's running, um, fairly standard, but you know you you like to see some dynamic poses, so that's cool. And there's someone who's who's got his book. Um, that he's he's the super pious Greek warrior, as they put it. Um, and yeah, he, he's reading from maybe it's the guardsman, guardsman's handbook, or <laughs> who knows, right? Um, but he's reading his litmus to the emperor or whatever his holy book. Um, and it makes for a more interesting model. It's really nice to see. He's going to stand out. He's not just another Kriegsman holding a rifle. Um, and it fills that slot. So he's he's really cool. I think. Now our final two minis in the in the Krieg squadron. Uh, we've got another guy that's preparing to bayonet charge, which, like I said, super good. Suits Krieg. I like it. We've got a few guys there, bayonet ready. Um, and another dude who's got a, a, a mace. He's <laughs> um, running in, ready to clobber someone with a mace. And that's super cool. I love it. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to swap that out for the shovel. <laughs> Being a super Krieg meme thing to do. But uh, he he does look really cool. Uh, it's very fluffy, crazy Kriegman trying to bash someone's head in with a with a mace or a ball. You know, um, really cool at the end of the day. I really like the look of them. So um, that's our Krieg things, so to speak. Um, that's that's the ten models you get in there if you're a Krieg player, um, or realistically if you've wanted to play Krieg for a long time, but it's too expensive because it's Forge World. So quite exciting, quite cool, and. Now, before I move on to the Orcs, I'm going to talk a bit more about Kill Team, because once I get onto Orcs, I'm not going to be able to stop. <laughs> um, and yeah, so Kill Team's had a full rules rework, and I think they are deliberately trying to push it away from 40k a bit more, try and make it more about the individual guys, so there's not many, and it's more interesting and quite different. Um, and the, the big rules change announced that we saw today, because there wasn't a lot, only this sort of announcement is changing. Um, and even though we got to look at a few of the stat lines on a couple of the Kree guys, without the rules, it's not going to be so clear as to what this means. And it's not going to be as easy to tell if they've got a bad or whatever. But what we do know is that tape measures won't be used. So they've, they've made these combat gauges 
that come in the box on a sprue um, and then you use what's essentially a big stick and a smaller card stick type thing um, to measure distances and it will tell you if it's multiple of those or or you know like ranges distances will all be measured using these stick tools now generally speaking this is uh it's kind of nice um because it's simple you don't need to haul more tape measure around wherever you go it's easier to bring these little things around um and they look cool they look nice the downside almost is that you want to get into play kill team and play kill scene they come in the box I don't know if they're necessarily going to do them separately or what. Um, could be a pain. And obviously we can just see how long they are and use inches still. But all the rules will be written in that sort of format. So let's know what you think about that. Would you rather they just said X number of inches still? Or, you know, three lots of the big movement tool? Um, one thing that bu does bug me is I don't know if they are going to say, you know, two lots of the big movement tool. In which case, you're going to have to sort of estimate to an extent because you don't have two of those movement tools you'll have to sort of measure the first lot place a marker measure the second one um which could maybe be a pain it's not as accurate as just saying 15 inches or something so it's an interesting change but it does simplify things as well so maybe it'll be quicker and easier um let me know what you think i haven't played Kill Team for a little while but if everything's going the way it looks then this could be really good for a campaign system you know 40k Crusade is amazing, but if you want to name every last guardsman, you're still going to have 100 guardsmen in your list. <laughs> and trying to get, you know, get a feel for each individual in your army isn't really going to work out that well. But in Kill Team, kind of like Necromunda, you could have, you know, this is such and such. He specifically does this. He's really skilled at this. He's developed these abilities and got this weaponry. He did this amazing thing last game and the game before that he did this really cool thing and maybe he's wounded from where he got shot down in a game and you're going to develop the stories for your characters in kill team and i'm really hoping that that is something that this system keeps bringing out and makes amazing instead of just saying each individual i'll just say that yeah these this is a plastic or commandos kit which will just replace the the rubbish one that we've got at the moment um in resin that's pretty old um and they're okay but obviously in fine cast i should say rather than resin um it's not ideal and the scope's old and this is just going to be amazing as a replacement now it's uh 10 orcs plus a grot plus a squig um and let's start by going through all these things all the, the all these 12 models one by one now again uh like the the creed guys this is a full multi-part kit there's going to be many options for all the models so if you you know if you don't want a power claw and you want a big chopper it's going to be in there you don't need to have a power claw you can just have a big chopper instead or you know if you don't want to have a flamethrower you can just have him with a slugger and chopper or whatever so there's going to be loads of options loads of spares which all players always love so if you like this flamer or whatever you can put them in the unit of burner boys and you know if you if you like the rocket launcher then stick it in with some tank busters even if you don't want to use it with commandos so awesome stuff loads of spares you like tons and tons of spares you know double the amount of heads and things and amazing sculpts so lovely awesome but let's let's uh, again look at what's in this kit um so starting with the boss knob he's got this kind of artillery even's cap uh on but it makes him look significantly different to me and i like that head i probably see myself using it somewhere um power claw arm he's got this kind of 
<laughs> antenna on his backpack as well. Um, stick bombs there. He's he's looking quite cool, quite different from other knobs. He's immediately be recognisable as ah, oh, he's a cool commando knob. He's got a scope on his gun, uh, on his pistol slugger, and he's going to be quite a cool boss knob. I I loved watching him fight in that in that trailer, in the narrative trailer. Really, really cool. And next to him we have the grot for the squad with a grapple gun. Now I. I think, you know, like in Kill Team, of course, the boss knob's just going to be really, really deadly and smash things. But the Grot, like he's he's going to be crazily different in Kill Team, isn't he? He's going to be the guy who's obviously weak as a Grot, but maybe you can sling him out to go and get an objective somewhere. And with the grapple gun, I assume he's going to be really fast and really useful and handy. So amazing, like really useful model maybe there. So And also quite cheap, obviously, as a Grot. So he'll probably change up your Kill Team games and... I know there's a second head that we haven't seen necessarily for the Grot. Um, if, if you don't like the one where he's got the zip done up right, right up to his nose, uh, blending in with the commandos there and the stealth vibe. He, he does look amazing. He's blending right in. Really cool model there again. And who knows what he's going to be like in 40k. Because I'm assuming the, uh, the commando rules are going to adapt sufficiently to include their Grot buddy now. And Know, maybe they can scale buildings nicely with the grappling hook. Maybe they can sort of snag an enemy model to prevent it from moving or get close to it or something. Who knows? Um, but I, I really think he stands out. He's different. He's cool. He's interesting. And he'll have some funky rules, hopefully. Now, our next guys are the <laughs> the bomb squig and the, the the stabby commando. Now, we'll start with the bomb squig. Um, I, I love bomb squigs. I absolutely adore them. The, the old Tank Buster ones are amazing. We've seen the new one in the uh, the Squig Hog Boys, the Squig Stickers, uh, also amazing. Now, <laughs> this Squig is covered in so many explosives. He's immediately just such a great sculpt. Very dynamic, like leaping. Just like in the trailer, a lot of people's favourite moment was watching that, that bomb squig just blow up the Krieg Sniper. Um, and this this is not a disappointment. It's everything I'd hoped for in this model. And to, to combo with that, it's worth pointing out, you know, um, go watch the previous video that we put out talking about the rules for the bomb squig. Um, it's, bomb squigs are, are really good, I believe, now. It's a simple case of, in your shooting phase, pick an enemy unit within 12, uh, roll, and on a 3-up, the bomb squig will go and do D3 mortal wounds to them three up is good that's that's a pretty good roll and then if it's a vehicle that's a two up so you know if these guys are sneaking around somewhere coming up on some enemy vehicles then you've got a reliable two up to, or two up's about as reliable as you can get um to deal d3 mortal wounds and mortal wounds i'll, I'll say this again and again and again super super useful especially where we're seeing these really elite units in the meta right now um for for 40k things like terminators um and high you know high value targets uh for the for the bomb squeak to go and do mortal wounds too so useful amazing there's not much else to say about it there's, i love every single thing about this bomb squeak and in kill team who knows <laughs> maybe he'll uh maybe this will sort of be something you point at the opponent's leader and then <laughs> boom just take them out one big hit. And then we've got our, our knife orc, and he's got so much personality. He's actually a really cool orc. Uh, his, his facial expression says it all. He's carrying a knife in each hand, like a big almost, a, I mean, like, if you held it up to a human, that would be a sword. 
um, huge knife. And then he's got another one in his teeth. He's got more on his back. You know, this guy is bringing with knives. He can't wait to sneak up behind someone and then just stab the living daylights out of them. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure everyone's going to come up with some funky stabby name for him and then really enjoy stabbing the daylights out of everyone. Now, moving on, we've got the orc that we saw in the trailer with the big drum, triple-barreled big shooter. And <laughs> the difference here is, I guess, um, he's got a different head on and he's got a sort of, he's got a little woolly type hat on um, that fits right in the commando's vibe. It's again with the sort of the war theme that you'd expect on the commandos uh, and it helps him blend in. And I really like the head. I. I immediately fell in love with the, the this orc in the trailer, just spraying rounds absolutely everywhere across a battlefield, non-stop, pinning enemies, pinning the whole squad down, just with the immense fire rate he gets out of his barrel drum. What a model, really fun. Um, I'd probably put this head on someone else, maybe, I don't know. Let me know what you think of the head uh, and this orc in general. I also love his Swiss army knife that he's got like <laughs> one addition to an orc is just carrying around like a swiss army knife and quite possibly another knife on his backpack there <laughs> it, he looks amazing um stick bombs as well like he fits right in with the commando's theme for a big shooter rather than just a standard orc big shooter great no complaints there and our next orc is he's he's got a really funky head on like there's lots of fairly standard things about this guy uh he's he's, he's another snugger, slugger chopper commando uh he's got a bit of rope on his hip um, and there's almost like a scuba helm or some breathing apparatus on this helm um, or his headgear I should say, <laughs> um, not necessarily a helmet um, it, he's a fairly cool one um, and he's got some kind of rifle or shotgun or possibly stabby thing, it looks like there might be a blade strapped to it uh, on his back so I kind of want to see more of this model from the back and see what's going on with him but even the, the slugger chopper boys in this commando squad Fairly cool, looking good. Moving on, we've got another Slugger Chopper guy who's got a kind of, uh, I think his head is the same as the Tank Buster one, or similar, where it's got a kind of white skull on it. Um, and I'd really be tempted to use these heads for my Tank Busters and give them a really distinct, cool look. Uh, again, a, a good Slugger Chopper boy. He's covered in grenades. He's got a roller backpack and a stip bomb. He's got some kind of rail mount uh, on his pistol. Let me know if you know what that is. Um, it doesn't quite look like a tactical rail, not sure. More like a roll cage or a pistol, kind of weird. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, so if you know what that is, let me know. Um, but what we have next to him is uh, quite possibly my favourite model from this spot. Oh, I don't know, actually, I've got a few, but <laughs> a good one, certainly a good one. This orc has the pneumatic battering ram. He's going to walk up to a wall. He's, he's the breaching orc. He's going to walk up to a wall in enemy position where they're bunkered down and suddenly... Blam! Fucking his battering ram. Break the wall down. He's also got like a breaching charge and a load of dynamite. Um, he's just going to break down enemy positions, grenades everywhere, and then <laughs> imagine him beating someone down and then just firing the battering ram. Like, just, just break a person. Smash them. Like, what a melee weapon. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's almost like a battering ram that the police would carry around to get in with a raid, but it fires <laughs> and like sort of pneumatic. Um, it, it's, it brings a smile to my face because it's so orky. It's so kind of creative, inventive, crazy. And he's exactly what you'd expect of the orcs. Um, and if you like the helmeted orcs, then that helmet's quite cool as well. That's a good look for him. It's almost like he needed that extra 
protection because he doesn't want shrapnel to the face as he like blows a door down or just breaks through a wall or something. But again, I'm sure there'll be a, a, a open head if you'd rather that facial expression. Now we're we're slowly getting through these orcs. Four more to go. <laughs> We've got the comms guy, and this entertains me. I kind of want to see what's going on with his backpack because you can't really from this front shot. But it looks like he's got a sort of almost like a sonic weapon, like something slaneshi almost. It's uh, he's the communications guy, and his communications pack almost doubles up as a pistol weapon. Like he's gonna <laughs> just amplify and and fire his war at someone so loud that. Uh, it's 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 a weapon now. Um, he's an interesting orc. He's again like you know. There's I'm sure he's going to be really useful in kill team. It's, there's all these different characters that are going to have super cool, funky abilities and mechanics and cool ways of working. So really cool. Again, he's got rope on his hip. He's got these all these wires coming around and he's got all the standard bullets for a shooter or something. Looks great. And below him, I think we have the best tank buster. Obviously, he's a commando tank buster, but he's a rocket rocket launcher orc. Amazing, because the old old tank busters kit is is again fine cast. It's showing its time, and it's not been replaced. And I don't think it will be currently, uh, like this commando's one. But yeah, so you know, if uh, if you are looking for rocket launchers, this is amazing. Like I put this in a boy squad. I put this anywhere. It looks really cool. Um, it's got that kind of helmet that I was, or head that I was talking about with a white skull on it over the orc's face, and it it looks cool with a targeting eye. He's got a grenade in his belt still. It just it's just a good rocket launcher in the, the day. There's nothing that crazy about it, but it's a good rocket launcher or an orc. It still fits in with the commandos. Happy days. Now our last two orcs again are just gonna fit in so well in a kill team. They've they've got a specific role to play, and they're gonna do it really well. We have the flamethrower orc we saw in the trailer, and the model doesn't disappoint. The it looks absolutely amazing. You've 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 got him sort of covered in like burns on his hand and up an arm, which is a really nice detail because it's quite realistic. You know, this guy's probably playing with fire art. He's an absolute pyromaniac. So him being burned is a nice touch. His his helmet has got a flame flames instead of spikes on the iron jaw, um, which looks cool. It's a nice, it's a nice, interesting detail, and it clearly helps him to identify as a burner boy. Even when you look past the fact he's carrying this flamethrower and a big um, fuel pack on his back, um, and I really like the the flame effects going on at the end of the nozzle. Um, looks really cool. Another great orc, and our final orc is is an interesting one. He's the orc sniper. <laughs> I say maybe like in you know quote marks or something um, because he's essentially got. Uh, a, a machine gun that's kind of sniper-ish. <laughs> um, he's got a scope on it and an iron sight on it. Um, it's maybe you know he's it's it. Well, obviously, orcs aren't snipers, so maybe it's a part of me like you know orcs don't really do sniping. So I'm like, mm. but at the same time, if orc were ever to do a sniper thing, it would be a commando and. It would be like this. It's not a sniper rifle. This is just a big machine gun that he's strapped a scope to. <laughs> it's near enough like a big shooter. And the fact he's got an iron sight in front of his scope, he's just going to be able to see the iron sight through his scope. <laughs> it, it's it's an orky sniper. It's really well done. It's perfect. I actually really like it. Um, it's just got to be the power of war is the only reason he'll be able to hit anything with that. It's just going to be spraying rounds over a ridiculous distance. And I love it. So, this is all the models in our kill teams. Um, 
and I think both are going to be wonderful fun to play and to paint, and all the sculpts are great. And it's this is this is what I want to see. This is exactly what I want to see from Games Workshop. I literally don't have a complaint to make unless they put the price point somewhere ridiculous. Um, just, everything about these kits is amazing. They've got all the weapon options, all the v variety. They're good choices of armies, like bringing in a kit that Orcs needed replacing and bringing in Death, like Death Corpse into plastic. Amazing. And I'm also going to have a little, little chat about the scenery in this kit because um, a lot of people are calling out for Xenos scenery or non-Imperial sort of scenery stuff. And as an Orc player, I was expecting to have to basically scratch build all the scenery if I ever wanted an Orc board. But this here, we have like a orc shanty town, scrap town, village buildings. Um, and it looks great. There's orky glyphs on it everywhere. It's made out of scrap. We've got some piles of scrap, like in the Speed Freaks box, if you've ever seen that. Um, there's this, it looks like an oil pump, maybe, uh, <laughs> as a bit of a centerpiece with an orky glyph on it. Amazing. Everything about it looks really good, really cool. Uh, there's a few, like, move sort of temporary barricades by the looks of things um which are probably more of a kill team thing but it, it works right um you're gonna want some more bits for kill team uh i think this is i like i know last like in the last kill team box we had some necron scenery but i don't think it was anywhere near as good as this kill team scenery this is what you want this could also be used very nicely for 40k you know you could put this with like i said with the speed freaks like scrap piles and with the mechboy workshop that came out and you know you're well on the way to having an orky board and there's one more bit of orc scenery that's been released today that or announced today i should say that i'm going to get onto and talk about and this is this is a big deal in my opinion because almost like you know forever we've the, the most of the warhammer 40k scenery is just imperial ruins or imperial bunkers and now we've got some more Xenos stuff coming out that's changing things up. You know, there was the Tau scenery that I absolutely loved and adored, really good idea, and you could have Tau board, and now here, this lets you do something more orky. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will, you know, convert things up and <laughs> change it and make it even more orky. Stick a load of mushrooms everywhere, you know, but squigs and grots and things. Um, and there's just nothing to complain about here, is there? It's absolutely amazing, and I love it. So, I think that's about everything I have to say about the kill team box you're going to get both sides in it you're going to get all the rules or the dice or the cars or the gauges i was talking about the board or the terrain tokens or the you know everything decent and they're kind of as you'd expect from a kill team box so moving on from that as this room that i'm reviewing was called it's the octaria sector and recently the last battle zone charadon or charadron book came out um and as you know these are sort of multiple army campaign or codex supplements and there's reasonable amount in them for various factions and this one is now in the battle zone of octarius instead of charadon so if you didn't know particularly a lot about it there was inquisitor cryptman who cryptman sorry who redirected a tendril of high fleet leviathan into the orc empire or stronghold of octarius and his aim there was obviously to kill off two enemies with one stone. Hooray! And it's quite a fun setting because not only has his plan kind of worked as they're fighting each other big, but it simultaneously kind of hasn't because 
the Tyranids have got all this orc biomass and they're growing stronger. But obviously, the more orcs fight, the bigger they get, the, the, you know, the more motivated they are. And then more orcs sense that war energy and come and join the scrap. So then the orcs are also growing stronger. And really, the conflict is just, you know, it's bringing in more orcs and more orcs and more orcs, which then feed up both sides of this conflict and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And really, what the Imperium's looking at is <laughs> two threats that are currently fighting each other, sort of. But if either side were to win, then the Imperium has almost just made the problem bigger. Because <laughs> if Orcs win, there's definitely a big war coming out of that, and it would be terrifying. If Tyranids win, there's this hugely over-bloated tendril of High Fleet Leviathan ready to come and smash the Imperium. So it's an amazing setting, and it's going to be really interesting to look at, as the, the, the Imperium here has no hope of winning. They're not going to kill everything, but they're just trying to stop either side from winning. <laughs> they don't want the Orcs to win, they don't want the Tyranids to win. They're just trying to keep a lid on everything, keep everyone sort of almost like settling down. They just want everything to end, and who knows how this is going to go. And there are some really cool images here of just some battles that... Um, that are showcasing Imperial forces and Orc forces and maybe some Tyranny forces as well. Um, some of the new models, so I'll stick these photos that they've put out up for you to see as well. Um, it's always nice to see models. Now, <laughs> on to my favourite bit. We're going to talk about, I mean, we've already been talking about Orcs, but obviously Orcs are just my favourite stuff ever. So, um, the I think this is the rest of the new orc range. Now there's been so much orc stuff coming out that I'm going to do a little review at the end of this video, just reminding you of all the different orc stuff that's been announced, so you can sort of get your head around it. But um, this is I think the last few units that are brand new for orcs, and they are absolutely smashing. I think these are some of the best ones, and this next unit I think might be my very favourite new orc unit it's absolutely phenomenal so this is the kill rig <laughs> there's let's start with the fact there is a trampler squig this is a different breed of squig which probably isn't quite squigger sized if it was squigger sized i think this thing is going to be huge this this is going to be you know like absolutely massive um and i don't think it's quite that big so this is probably just slightly smaller than a squiggeth, but still a huge, great big squig and terrifying. It is, it is going to go around just trampling enemies and pulling along this, this huge war rig. And I, I'm guessing this has got maybe a transport capacity of 10. 12 seems to be stretching it. It could be as low as six. You know, like, are you going to fit that many guys on it? Um, but simultaneously, it's, it's uh, the, the, the kill rig isn't just about transporting things. The kill rig has the a tower on it, which amplifies the Whirboy boy who you can see up there. His his psychic energy, and it's just going to be firing bolts of war energy everywhere. Yeah, so the, the Whir tower in there is going to be a defining feature of this, and it it looks really cool if you ask me. Obviously, this one's white. This is just kind of more of a snake bite color. Um, you're probably going to see these, you know, in in all factions. Reminder that this this new stuff isn't just snake bite. You can have this for all orcs. Um, so my one's going to be red <laughs> to match my evil sons. You're going to have bad wounds ones and yellow and all the rest of it as well. So 
really nice. And they're not lacking firepower. If you look, there's this there's this huge harpoon launcher on it and this massive cannon at the front. Uh, orcs with dynamite and all these melee weapons everywhere. Like this is gonna be uh this is gonna have a big shooting presence, a big psychic presence, and then a big melee presence. Like it's gonna be active all the time. It's always gonna be terrifying. Massive new model, almost definitely heavy support, right? Possibly a maybe even a HQ thing kind of thing if that if that were boys leader, but probably a heavy support thing. Um and it, it's just there's just so many details. I honestly I feel like I'm gonna get round to just painting this and every single day I paint this or every kind of hour or whatever it is that I get a new piece I'm gonna be like whoa more details it's one of those models that there's just so much on it yeah like this cannon on the front this these huge heavy shells being loaded into it and a grot kind of <laughs> peeking out this pipe at the back and there's just so much going on honestly I could just sit here describing all the different details on this model for ages and ages and ages there's so much going on absolutely phenomenal stuff it's just just amazing this this is that's why it's probably going to be one of my uh, possibly going to be my favorite new york model if not one of right and and another thing that's nice to see is that there's there's you know two building configurations of this because we saw the word boy on foot right and i was assuming he's just going to be a character on foot it looks like he in fact will probably come in this kit and if you want him on foot you're going to have to just put the word boy on foot which is fine at the end of the day, right? But what makes that better is that there is deliberately this second configuration, so you're not buying this huge kit just to put a guy on foot. You're, you're still getting what they move into the hunter rig. So obviously it's focus now. Isn't It's not got the psychic presence. It's not got the, the psychic tower on there. It's just got this huge harpoon. It's got the huge cannon. It's got the massive squig still. It's, everything's on there apart from the weird boy. So now it's focus is just to go and hunt down vehicles. It's, it's this massive sled. You can probably fit more boys in there now. You know, you've, you've opened up this extra space. There's the room on the front there now for the for more, for more boys, maybe. I don't know. It's probably got a higher transport capacity. And it's, it's focus now is just going to be on hunting. It is the hunter rig. So quite exciting to see. But I've really considered about the fact that, yeah, you know, you are putting that, that new psyker on the floor. So you know you don't just want to have this thing with a missing bit to it so bam you've got another configuration so that'll work i realistically might end up picking up two of these <laughs> so i can run with one with the second one without but maybe you know it's probably it's probably gonna be quite easy to magnetize if you wanted to just be able to reconfigure things and play it how you want um obviously when i get my hands on it i'll let you know and but either way this this is just phenomenal i could stare at this all day and keep finding things our next model i've been really really looking forward to this reveal of i've spoken about it many times and i keep referring to him as the big snake bite beast snagger war boss which he is <laughs> he just straight is this is the beast boss and he is the big boss on foot and he's got he's, he's again like you know pretty much everything i'd hope for um he's this massive hulking figure he's got this huge bionic hand is it for his left arm carrying this massive great cleaver he's got this huge like power claw which looks like a snake's head in his right hand and it's really cool another sort of skull like armor plate on his shoulders loads of horns everywhere um really fitting into the beast vibe and i'm he's targeting squig again we, we spoke about him a little bit in the last video 
just everything about this guy is pretty amazing. There's lots of details that we see. We, this is one of the few models we get views of from lots of different angles. So I at first didn't particularly like the the pose on him from the front because I couldn't see how he was standing. But then when you look from the side and back as well, you actually notice, you know, that you see his pose a bit better and you can see that he's proportioned quite well. He looks really good. Looks really nice. And wow, there's there's so much to paint. It's gonna it's gonna be a hell of a paint job on this guy. Um, it's then the expression on his face is amazing as well. So much excitement, another phenomenal model to add to the range. And I, I've previously discussed like, oh, I don't have a power claw war boss. Well, this is it. This is exactly it. I was complaining that why don't they just release Brock face ripper and things? Well, <laughs> one better, right? The other day, this is a this is a super duper power claw cleaver war boss with a squeak shooter. Like, there's nothing to not love about this guy. He's amazing. Um, so happy days. Now earlier on, I spoke about an all-terrain piece, and this is about as awkward as it gets. So the, the stinking Umis have shot the head off of an orc gargan, or decapitated it and destroyed an orc gargan. And there's this head left around, and the poor boss is like, well, this this will do as a good mobile command center. Bam! It's the perfect mobile command center. He doesn't need the rest of a titan. That head will do as its own bunker. So what we've got is a gargant head that will act as a perfect bunker for orcs. And it's just been refitted. So, you know, there's there's door around the bottom and sort of ladders up and there's these ramparts around the top fitted with loads of big shooters. So many details everywhere. Looks really cool. One of my favourite things about this is the, the sort of tannoy system hooked up to the top of this that he's just going to be bellowing commands across the battlefield. And I'm sure this will have some really cool effects. Maybe it'll give leadership bonuses in a really wide area. Uh, or something like that, who knows, right? But I'm sure that'll have some effects and it'll be useful. And it looks good. It does look good. It looks cool. There's this great big menacing orky skull you're going to put down on the table. Like, that's fun. And like I said, this this is really going to be a centerpiece for your orc table. It's like, you know, you're looking at this orc shanty town and then that one in the middle, the big one shaped like a skull. That's where the war boss is. Like, this is going to be a great centerpiece for, the, for an orc table. You know, you really could do that now. With all the various bits, with this being there, with the the neckboy workshop in there, it's just amazing. You know, we've got some good orc scenery now, and of course, you can always get back and create your own things to finish it off. So good stuff, and of course, nothing's complete without a load of big shooters. So those big shooters stuck around the top. Yeah, cool, nice. <laughs> They've remembered remembered to cover it in guns. So happy days. I like it. Uh, who knows? There's this turbine on the front, which could even be a shooting weapon. Obviously, like a, a proper engine and turbine puts a huge amount of force and wind and heat out the back of it. So that could just be a case of turn on the turbine and blow away and wound all the enemies nearby. Um, so I'm sure there's a good amount of firepower coming out of this as well. It's going to be a cool model and a second orc scenery piece. We we had the first one in the Mechboy Workshop, and so I'm surprised that the orcs are getting a second one because a lot of factions just don't see scenery. Um, and we need it. We honestly need it because it, it brings games to life. Keep moving on. <laughs> Always moving on, right? Our, our next next model that has been announced today is the Great White Squig that we saw some art for, and it looked cool. And let me tell you now, this, this model is not a letdown. This, this absolutely holds up to whatever you were expecting. Like, he, he's phenomenal, this guy. Like I've been chatting to a friend, and he's he's got definite Terminator vibes going on. 
especially if you uh, this is another one where you get some better pictures some close-up at different angles and especially the side of his face there where he was quite possibly eaten by a squig <laughs> at one point um and uh, it's he's yeah one half of him is metallic this uh this guy he's he's a named character for snake bites this is um mozrog sorry mozgrod <laughs> scragbad mozgrog scragbad um which as i keep saying then i'll get more used to it um he's he's a really quite a cool character he he really is he's like a super duper terminoid with a big snagger claw I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a snagger claw like the um like the current death killer war trike it looks quite similar i'd say um but then he's also got this other fist that might be a weapon and there's a big cannon mounted along his his squigasaur his albino great white squig squigasaur mount oh it just it looks it looks so cool and i don't know if this will have like a rowing ability like the the knob on a basher squig it, it might just have a meaty combat profile um the cannon on there it's going to be shooting as well this guy has got to be a, an awesome hq and it's it's genuinely amazing to have some more named characters because it's all about the story you know playing warhammer is is amazing competitively but at the same time like a lot of the time we're here to have fun and to tell a narrative tell a story have just have something we can laugh and enjoy with and having named characters that we can talk about as this specific guy adds to the story a lot so so, so a lot of xenos factions you know didn't have that many named characters and snake bites didn't have a single named character or well, bam now this guy's coming in he's gonna be amazing uh of course it's um if you don't want to play snake bites no need to get disheartened because <laughs> the the, the squigasaur with the war boss on it is also going to be buildable as a general war boss on squigasaur um which is a, a a beast boss on squigasaur so it's the same functionally the same guy as the one on foot um but this time he's on the squig right and he's he's got that massive cleaver, cleaver we saw um or at least a similar type thing <laughs> uh he's got a big pistol it looks like it's the same pistol as the uh knob on a basher squig it might just be a slugger i'm not sure <laughs> um but he's looking good he's looking pretty high status he's looking very killy and this, again the squig is just amazing it's got all these bionics poking in and out of it like one leg is completely robotic there's the sort of <laughs> engine -y bits stuck in the side of it and the the drool hanging out of its mouth like, it looks amazing it's it's a t-rex mixed with a shark mixed with a squig and that's just gonna look so cool and one thing i also want to point out is that i think people are underestimating how big this guy is like i've been told this is bigger than a dreadnought and it's gonna have some real tabletop presence like war bosses are big if if, if you like this is not a boy riding a squig this is a war boss riding a t-rex that's the kind of size we're going to be looking at for this thing so yeah you know if you i'm gonna i'm probably gonna end up getting two because i'm gonna to want to paint up and have this crazy orc character snake bites riding the squig but then i'm also gonna want the generic one that i can run with maple suns so maybe this is something i'll grab two of um and as a painting project just so good again like i'm gonna i can see myself just painting orcs for the next year <laughs> <laughs> just wicked stuff and our next our next kit so th th there's actually been a lot dropped today lots of new yorkers is is the boys kit uh we knew it was going to come out uh but we'd only seen an image of a shooter boy i believe because when it was accidentally spoiled on the back of the gaunt's ghosts box they then 
put out a little sort of message saying, hey, yeah, you were right, then you're boys. Here you go, here's an orc boy. So we'd seen one of them. Um, but now we can have a good look at the whole kit. And immediately you can see the boss knob with different weapon options. The body's the same, but the head's completely different. The most of the heads completely different. I mean, he's got the same iron jaw, but over two different heads, it gives a completely different look. There's one with a, a big chopper and one with a power claw. And they look great. There's more bionics going on, like robot hand, and the boss pole looks good. The, I actually really like having a big chopper in one hand. This means, you know, we could give him a pistol in the other hand. And it's the, the moment a lot of the big chopper guys are all just holding the big chopper in a sort of similar position, he changes things up. It's quite cool. And big chopper in a boys kit. Nice. Awesome. Like, you know, we're getting all the weapon options we want and need. Uh, I'm not going to specifically go over the sculpts and position of every boy like I did with the commandos because at the end of the day, they're all just boys. There's not all that much difference and variety in, in terms of their war gear. I'd just be saying this is a really nice and different sculpt every time. So I won't. But <laughs> uh, they are all really nice sculpts. They're so muscular so big there again there's some variety with them like they look great um we've got the big shooter guy who's charging in who, who's looking really good um and the, the shooter boys are a significant improvement and the chopper boys are significant improvements the old ones they, they look far more agile it's not just a case of like you know the second ed grow uh sorry the second ed boys i'm sure we've all seen it's just standing there like arms to their sides and the the salt and black reach ones or the other standard old boys kit is better but not significantly they're still all kind of in the same pose whereas now these guys are properly different there's you know there's they're, they're charging in or running in or flexing in different ways and or throwing a grenade um and the big shooter is slash rocket it looks like it's the it's the one option you know that you put on the guy um as you'd expect the big shooter's underslung, which is cool. It's different. Um, it's a change from all the other big shooters that we've seen. So an underslung one's quite cool. And again, rocket launcher option, lovely. We like to see that. Probably not quite as nice as the, the commander's rocket launcher guy, but at the end of the day, he looks really cool. This, this particular uh, in this image has a sort of spiked helmet, a bit like a German World War One type thing. Um, but it's, it's nice and orky. It works really well. And I'd say generally this boys kit, so much of an improvement. Honestly, it's so much of an improvement. Lots of uh, stick bombs and grenades and things to people and skulls and all the rest of it looks good. One thing I am going to mention is that right now, I don't think I've seen anyone with a tank buster bomb. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, please do. Um, but one thing I've noticed recently is that having a tank buster bomb on my boys is actually really, really handy. When they get near something that's just too durable, they can throw a tank buster bomb and do loads of wounds to it. You know, occasionally just getting six wounds off on a tank is a really big deal. Or blowing up a Space Marine bike or even a Space Marine or something. Like, it's really handy. So, in terms of, like, boys, I don't think their rules are really going to change. But hopefully we won't lose that option of a tank buster bomb. Because it's been really useful. That's almost been a bit of their saving grace when boys haven't been this great this edition. Obviously, they will still be good even without the Time Buster Bomb because Toughness 5. <laughs> toughness 5 Orcs will be scary. Yeah, let me know what you think. How have you been finding Time Buster Bombs? Uh, it's something important to remember because a lot of people forget them. But we'll see how those changes go.
Now, <laughs> this this next bit kind of uh, kind of made me chuckle because in the stream they acknowledged that the uh, the Mech Boys forgot how to make Defcopters since Assault on Black Reach, but now they've remembered. <laughs> and it was a bit of a, a nod from DW, just saying, "Yeah, we uh, we should have made that kit available." That was a bit of a screw up. But there's yeah, there is this new Defcopter kit, three Defcopters. And completely new sculpts, even better than the Assault and Black Reach ones. So, wow. Um, really similar, in all honesty. But, again, just a bit more dynamic, a bit more realistic, maybe. Um, and I don't know about you lot, um, maybe you didn't have this problem, but mine were always snapping off their bases. Um, those little flying stems with the big death copter on it, it would break constantly. Um, and these ones don't have flying stems. They have sort of like a, a, a tree or a twig beneath them, or a bit of scrap or something. That they're so they're just plastic. Defcopter all the way through down to the base. Um, and fingers crossed, they just won't break, and they'll be a bit more durable, a bit better. Um, it looks like they're on bike bases, which that's going to have a high center of gravity. I wonder if these guys are going to fall over. That's that's my concern. I don't think they're going to break as much, but they're probably going to fall over a bit more. I don't know. Because um, the old Defcopters are on these huge round bases that they never fell over, they just broke. But yeah, are we going to need to stick pennies on these on the bottom of these? Who knows, right? Um, but I'm going to, you know, hope for now, and fingers crossed, it'll be fine. Hopefully the GW have thought about these things. And they look really good. They look really nice. There's there's a guy sort of leaning out the side of one of them, almost like he's, well, with his chopper, like he's going to go and hack someone with it. Um, but the chopper also has like a bit of a hook on the end, like a claw. So he's going to sort of gut someone and rip a huge chunk out of them or something. Or It's just very cool. Uh, very interesting. And there's another guy with, I think, a stick bomb. So he's going to stick bomb them as he zooms by. And the last guy with a pistol, like with with his slugger out. Um, and some other details I want to point out is one of them. It looks like he's just got rockets strapped to the end of all these propeller blades. So, like, who knows if there's even an engine on that one? So they just fire all the rockets and they spin the propeller at such a speed that it works. <laughs> like, I love some of the Orkley tech, and that's really entertaining. Um, we've also got the big bomb, which was put in Legends, meaning that you know it couldn't be used in certain scenarios. And moving things to Legends is often a shame. But here, the big bomb's back, basically. So you can bomb things with your Defcopters, which is super cool. And on two of these Defcopters, we see rockets. We see a rack of four rockets and a rack of six rockets. On the last one, custom Mega Blaster. So I don't know if this will be a case of your leader gets a custom Mega Blaster, the other two get rockets. So super anti-vehicle. Um, Orcs have kind of struggled with their anti-vehicle things in a lot of cases. Hopefully now we're we're seeing low. Well, I mean, well, we are seeing loads of new anti-vehicle options for us. Um, so maybe this this squad is basically going to be another super speedy vehicle hunter unit, um, where you're firing off a bunch of rockets and a custom mega blaster out of them. Or maybe you know you've still got options. Maybe you can put big shooters in there. Maybe you can put your rockets or mega blasters in all of them. Um, we'll find out. We'll see, right? But it's interesting. They look good, and. Like I said, a few reservations, but they're, they're just amazing. Um, and it's got to be a difficult model to sculpt. Like, it's got to be a difficult model to get right. So, um, Defcopters, I'm also going to say, really actually good. I know that um, they had the problem that they technically cast as vehicles, 
And because of that, they gave away loads and loads of points to bring it down. Like each one would be classed as a vehicle for bringing it down. But they've gone down in terms of the points they give away for bringing it down. With the way it works now, they're only worth one victory point each. And fingers crossed, they'll actually have that keyword removed. They'll just be jet bikes or something in the new codex. Um, but, you know, if you weren't playing a competitive game using secondary objectives or whatever, Death Cops are actually really good. They're, they've got a really good profile and they're really cheap for, for what they are. Obviously, the problem was that people <laughs> couldn't get the ridiculous £15 one off the GW website or couldn't. Obviously, the Assault Black Reach ones aren't sold. So it's basically just a, a problem. Um, so even though they're really good, people couldn't use them. And this, you know, if they keep, if they stay as good, fix the issue with the vehicle keyword, these will be really popular. They'll be super speedy for objective things. They'll be anti tank for that. And they're just good for their points. So. This could be a top tier unit, and yeah, that that's the final Orca unit that was announced today. Um, another, you know, lots of cool images and things uh, as well with them. Of everything I'm talking about, and there's there's a final video that was just a teaser played at the end, um, which pretty much just shows a Black Templar being all pious. That's a quick summary of it. <laughs> um, so. You know, it's it's just a like an absolute conf confirmation of the fact Black Templars are coming. Now, I, yeah, I've I've been hearing some rumors of this, and I'll I'll share the rumors I've heard, but obviously I can't confirm them. So what uh, what I've heard down the grapevine is that there will be um, a host of the Black Templar characters. So you know, like Emperor's Champion, um, Grimaldus with his servitors, uh, Helbrecht, um, and a few others, and then. A Templar Sword Brethren kit. Um, that's this is what I've heard. Mm, I don't think there were Crusaders. Um, I think it's obviously it's not going to be like a full new line like Orcs because Templars can just use all the Primaris things. Like that we've just had, you know, Indomitus and other lo loads of lovely Space Marine kits. The Black Templars can make great use of, so they don't need a full line. But what they're getting by the sound of things is replacements to some key characters that are specifically very templar and the sword brethren which is their jam so you know like the temp the tabards and the, the, the circos like over their armor making them look like black templars which is kind of what we want here like we don't need a full templar line like the orcs we just need a few specific things that are going to make templars really cool so if you know hopefully that excites you like me because i i love black templars they're one of my favorite chapters now and even though i don't have an army of them um it's maybe something I'd consider if I wasn't so busy with orcs. So it's exciting, but obviously no proper news because all it was was a bit of a narrative um, speech, essentially. There was an image with a, with a monologue from this Black Templar. And that's everything that was revealed today. So um, I'm, if, if you want to hang around, I'm going to go ahead and give a quick reminder of all the different orc things that we've seen throughout this period of orc releases because over time it's easy to forget um kind of everything that that's been announced almost um so if you don't want to hang around for that then thank you very much for watching and uh, like subscribe for the rest of it but otherwise let's let's move on and talk about some orcs um so to help break this down almost i'm going to do this by kind of uh role battlefield role so um, in terms of HQ, this was a problem for Orcs before, and the, 
because you didn't have the options on your war bosses and things, um, a lot and a lot of the old Orc HQ or, or characters specifically um, are fine cast a bit, you know, t- are aged a bit. Now, a, f- a few of these characters aren't so bad, and they'll still be around, um, like Zagstruck maybe or Badrock or something. But I think that these characters have solved all of the HQ problems that Orcs had essentially. Um, fingers crossed, you know, it just it do the job perfectly. And yeah, so let's go on to it. We've got the Mega Armored War Boss, and we've got the uh, Beast Boss on foot. So they're going to be your on foot war bosses, essentially, in HQ slots. I think the Whir Boy will also be a HQ. That's my guess, because currently I'm pretty sure pretty much all Psychers for most armies are HQ options. Possibly Elite, but probably HQ. Then we've got the uh, Beast Boss on Squigasaur, um, which is the, the generic version of Mosgrod Scragbad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so so many Orc HQ options coming out. A lot of the stuff we've seen is HQ, I think. Uh, possibly the Knob on a Basher Squig, but I'm kind of inclined to believe he's going to be an elite choice, maybe. Um, because obviously we've got a war boss on a squig, so it makes sense that he'd be the HQ and the knob on a squig will be an elite. So moving on nicely to elites, there's obviously him. Um, the commandos coming in will probably still be elite choices, and I don't think loads is going to change with the commandos. It's just a gorgeous new kit, giving them a grot on a bomb squig and some awesome stuff, basically. Um, then we've got the pain boss. Um, I believe he's going to be an elite choice because the current pain boy is an elite choice. It, boss is in his name, so it's possible he's, he's HQ, but most likely elite, I reckon. Um, and apothecaries tend to be elite, you know, medics in general uh, are elite rather than HQ. And fingers crossed, he's going to be a bit better than our standard pain boy. Like, you know, obviously the chief apothecary stuff is mental and overpowered right now. Um, for those of you who don't know, the, the Chief Apothecary Space Marines right now, if you do it right, he basically gives everyone the feel no pain, and then um, he will bring back a nice expensive model from the dead, essentially, <laughs> put him on the table, and then he will heal two models to full health. Um, which, all things considered, if you're doing that every single turn, and you're doing it to stuff like Terminators or blade guard veterans or something being expensive that's just uh, so much for one model to do um but when you compare it to our pain boy who who gives a feel no pain and sometimes will heal your war boss occasionally he'll just kill your war boss because you roll badly and you know there's there's another stratagem with them for a bit more healing if you want their healing to be reliable but um there's just a world of a difference there i think and I think that I don't want it to be as strong as the, the Chief Apothecary. I think that's taking it too far. Hopefully they'll just bring that back a bit, bring things in line and give us a good uh, a good pain boy. <laughs> good pain boss, even. I also want to see the difference between the two. You know, I do want distinct options, so I still sometimes want to bring a pain boy. I don't want it just to be that one of the pain boy or pain boss is better than the other, because that would be kind of rubbish, wouldn't it? Um, and finally, I'm guessing that Zogrod Wartsnagger the named Runtherd that we've, we, we saw before, who has his super grots he's been working on. I think he'll be elite. It's He might be a HQ. You know, maybe he's your HQ so you can lead an all-grot army type thing. Um, be interesting, it'd be cool. 
but my guess is he's going to be elite. Um, he's he was a bit of a social outcast, <laughs> if, if you remember his law. Uh, he wasn't liked by the other orcs, and he he leads a bit of a, a, a grot society or whatever. So him leading all your orcs seems to be probably not his role. Maybe I don't know. Um, so I'm guessing he's going to be elite choice, and he'll be cool. Now moving on. Um, the, obviously, we've got a new boys as a troop kit, and the um, beast snagger boys. But I'm guessing will also be troops. So, yeah, loads of new boys, loads of new kits there. Awesome stuff. We've I've already spoken extensively about boys to be honest in other videos, so I'm going to move on past them. In the fast attack, we have the squig hogs, uh, the beast snagger original unit that we saw. This. Pretty much just orc squig cavalry. Amazing. I love it. There's, <laughs> and they've got their bomb squig with them and the, the snotling with a nine inch nail. Just uh, amazing. Great stuff. Um, love everything about them. I'm pretty sure they'll be fast attack. It's possible they're elite or something, but most cavalry units like that, they're, they're bound to be fast attack, aren't they? And of course, the death copters. But now, fast attack units, for me as an evil sun player, they're always highly, highly contested. My fast attack slots are valuable, and there's always loads of stuff that wants to go in them. So, yeah, the, with the Death Copters being amazing, and Squig Hogs now coming and being a thing, I'm just gonna. I might need several attachments just to fit all my fast attacks in. Interesting stuff. Um, and quite possibly saving the best or last, there is the Kill Rig or Hunter Rig, depending on which very you like. And I think that I think that's going to be our only heavy support slot. Um, that is, I mean, I spoke about it earlier, so I'll move on. But that is, there's so much New York stuff. There is absolutely loads and loads and loads of New York stuff. Um, let me know what you think of it all. Let me know what you're planning to do. Are you going to get the Beast Snagger Army box that's going up for pre-order next week? I obviously will, and as soon as I can get my hands on it, I will put out videos. Talking about all the stuff in that book, talking about all the new rules, all the new models, all the new faction stuff. I'll keep you up to date and keep you, <laughs> you know, keep you in the loop on all the latest strategies that I can see and think of and how we see them doing. But yeah, there's so much stuff. I don't, they, they could honestly even do another second big army box with loads of more new units in it. And you still wouldn't get all the New York stuff in the boxes. So, you know. Um, what stuff? Which models? Is it a case if, <laughs> if there's so much to go out and get, are you going to get it all at once? Um, probably not, if it's all separate. Um, but which stuff do you like? What's your favourite? And what do you think of it all? There's just so much to take in. Obviously, this has been a fairly long video. Let us know what you think. And like, subscribe, all the rest of it. You know how to do it, whatever. Um, it's been an entertaining one, and I'm super excited. I can't wait to start strategizing and looking at these new orcs, painting the new models, um, and maybe show us some of the pictures of your orcs or something. Um, you can always join us on the Grotten Garden Discord. There's, there's loads going on there. Uh, and show us the pictures of your orcs. I'm currently working on a squiggeth, so I hopefully want to get that done, and I'll show you guys it before, yeah, uh, before the codex comes out, hopefully. And I'll be working on other walks. So, um, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed everything I had to say today. Thanks, and bye-bye.